following program may contain coarse language, suggested dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast, sponsored by AkaiCon, August 26th through 28th at the Sheraton City Music Hotel in Nashville, Tennessee. Go to AkaiCon.com now for more information and find out how you can get tickets. The Tsunami Faithful Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast. I'm your host, Sketch, and with me I have... ASM writer Rail Maddox. And... Editorial writer for ToonamiFaithful.com, CJ Maffris. And... Newly appointed Minion First Class, Fabian Lefebvre. Welcome, gentlemen. How are y'all doing? Love doing, doing good. I can't Wishing. believe I made it for a live podcast. Yes. And I'm praying that this, sta- this is stable. Okay, don't jinx things, Minion. <laughs> it was like, oh, it was like oh, you don't need to do don't. it live. I won't be there. It's like, but but CJ can finally do it live, so we should do it live. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right? thank you. Scott. And we're gonna have the Minion handle the live stream. Yes, exactly. thank you very much, Fabian, for uh, handling the technical what's it's. Yeah, yes. short notice too. Yeah, <laughs> I got the next scene ready to go transitioning into, so I'm ready. <laughs> I got things so, set up so, and ready to go. You shouldn't be thanking the minion. You should be thanking me because he is my minion. Indeed. Thank you, Darrell. <laughs> we welcome. can also thank my friend who helped me set up the live streaming software. Ooh. There's a bottle of booze in the mail for you. <laughs> if I don't drink it first. Yeah. <laughs> if the mailman doesn't drink it first. I guess yeah. that was wasted shipping. <laughs> shipping is never wasted. Did you pay shipping for that? Uh so how's the show going so far? <laughs> we'll know as soon as someone says, like, hey, this isn't streaming properly. Yeah. <laughs> Audio's yeah. messing up. The stream's gone. I've only been able to catch a couple of these live when they're actually like live instead of the recordings, and you guys have been doing fine. I've been able to hear you pretty well. Well, At least we're not crossing streams right now. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you going to call? Old Ed Durrell. This is why I miss having uh, Durrell on when I'm on. (laughs) My only sad thing I feel is that I haven't been on a podcast with Jen yet. Yeah, Jen's been... Very busy lately. Those can be very interesting. There's, I, there was one where it was me, Paul, Jen, and Arthur Mesa. That was, <laughs> that was interesting, to say the least. That it, that was. It comes, it becomes real sexual and perverted when me and Jen are on. <laughs> oh, I know. Just the way we like it. And it's taking me a while to adjust to this. Usually, there's more background noise. It's like it's quiet, <laughs> and I don't know how to deal with that. <laughs> also, we all have to give a a fond farewell to the phone, as the phone has been disconnected. No. Yes, our dear friend the phone will not be joining us now I or ever had... again. <laughs> yes, this this is appropriate. Phone. Rest in peace, landline. 
Rest in peace. I guess that takes away my say something witty Talk bit. Talk about cable that's, that's cut. Right, that's it right there. There you go. Yeah, our cable just got cut. Uh, luckily, I have um, ways of watching Toonami still. But <laughs> not, not from the home cable anymore, which is, uh, yeah, kind of stinks. But technology, it's great. <laughs> I actually watched... Toonami Live with Colt last Saturday. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah, I, I did it upright. I brought pizza. I, I brought Pepsi. I know Darrell's probably furious I didn't bring booze. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Faye. Sometimes you just got to cut back on the booze. Darrell, Sometimes. when you come over to my place, I will make sure to have plenty of booze. But I should have brought like a lawn chair You're gonna or something. You're going to need more than that. Because he, he didn't have much in the way of chairs. <laughs> <laughs> Not setting up the chairs over there, because there ain't no chairs. <laughs> so got it was, floor, uh, man. I got was to say, decide between a rolling chair that he uses for the computer that has, like, a back that doesn't function anymore. So if you try to tip back, <laughs> you're, you're not going to be sitting for much longer. Or rather, you'll be sitting on the floor, because that's where you're going to end up. Or well, just, just sitting on the floor. That That is the other option. Well, we're just stealing one of the fold-up chairs from church. Oh, my God. Sister, had, sister had it made go. She got so old, she ain't going to remember. But for real, though, I, I do have just the right kind of, like, lawn chair that I could bring next time. It's got, like, a cup holder. It's, it's good. It, it, it'd be good. So. I'm jealous. I wish I could join in on this. Toonami's always fun. Toonami's always nice to watch with others. You know, that's why I always enjoy coming home from work, watching with my brother, because he's excited for now three of the shows that are on. So it's just like we get to spend more time to just like, hey, we get to stay up and watch together instead of, oh, hey, and then just leave. You know, so <laughs> I understand the, the appeal of watching with others that enjoy the block. Yeah. That's good, you know, Twitter's I don't fun and all, that. but when you can actually watch Toonami with another human being in your proximity, that's, that's nice. It's, it's a good shared experience. The Absolutely. Thing, watching Toonami with a chick who actually gets anime. Oh, oh, man, that would be the ultimate, right? That is waifu material right there. <laughs> Toonami and chill? No, that is wife material. We already yeah, made the Toonami and Chill joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Back when Parasite was on. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Doing a callback. Guess, I, guess I shouldn't now. Uh, I'm like, oh, yeah, that uh, that episode's going to be airing soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Parasites. I was on for that, uh, t- that podcast episode. <laughs> I was, too. I remember that as well. Yeah, yeah if Tim tells me he's going to get his uh, music video to take my breath away up somewhere. Because <laughs> it got pulled off of YouTube because of copyright BS, but he'll yeah. he'll get it posted somewhere. Oh, right. He said he could actually post it directly to uh, Twitter now because you can post okay, videos. Not to like now. Berlin, man. You can post videos to Twitter now? You can. Yeah. Where have you been? I am. I've been on Twitter. Clearly not enough. <laughs> you haven't been on... Well, with this internet connection, who knows if I'm ever on. True. Mm. I hear you. I hear you. 
Uh, yeah, we have plenty of things to talk about, so we shouldn't dilly dally much. For- I know. Sorry, I've been I've, yeah. I've been on vacation in New Hampshire and then work with the Olympics, so I've been very out of touch with you guys. And it's yeah. nice to be back. I just you know Paul's not here, so I don't feel rushed. <laughs> I know by now we'd already be at the topic. Yeah. Like we had to rush Paul to get me the stuff to do the stream. Yeah, yeah, that's who. Like, yeah, Paul's he, not he here either. The, he and threatened when- me with rape. When Colt's on, he <laughs> likes to try to like push things along for his like as if that's his job. Like, oh, I see what you're doing. <laughs> Backseat hosting. <laughs> Not in my house. Sketch is like, you just man the radio. I drive the car. That's <laughs> driving right. Mr. Sketch. <laughs> and don't don't you be touching my presets. <laughs> that is if anyone does that, you kick them out There's of the always car. like one preset that you wouldn't care if it was if it, if it was changed to something else, though. Yeah, it's true. you don't, you really only need a couple of presets. So you know, if there's like five on the board, you 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 can give up one of those. <laughs> that being said, I need like two more of mine. Wonder what those glip flops are saying in the chat. <laughs> don't know. They're probably like One Punch Man recap. Let's go already. Oh, one Punch. Yeah. I'm excited for that. First time I'm on the podcast when we talk about One Punch. Ooh, that, that is exciting. Exciting. <laughs> Gonna get your One Punch cherry popped. <laughs> ah, <laughs> hey, she got it punched in One Punch. <laughs> I, um, at least it was a at least it was a fun episode. Well, they're all pretty much fun, but I like this one a lot too. They're, yeah, they're all fun. There. All right. Episode five had my favorite fight, but this this will do. <laughs> well, with that, it's time to talk about the sixth episode of One Punch Man. One Punch Man, episode six. The Terrifying City. As we start out the episode, Genos has uh, taken up residence at Saitama's place. I mean, at the end of the previous episode, he gave his indication that he was going to be staying and being willing to pay rent, even. And Saitama's kind of feeling bad about more or less uh, abusing this. It, because Genos is looking for you know, some words of wisdom, you know, the secret to his strength and all, and Saitama just kind of has to keep making up BS in order to you know, keep his... Uh, he, he just doesn't want to let Genos down, but he's not really sure what to say. Like college professors. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Sorry, just making up some BS and hoping that it sticks. But I mean, so far, it does seem to inspire Genos whenever Saitama says something like, you must strengthen the mind. But in the Just middle of Guyver this way out. conversation, uh, it's it's determined that Saitama actually needs to have activity every week, otherwise he will be unregistered as a hero. That's part of the rules. You have a sort of a quota. So having realized this and having only two days left in a week, Saitama rushes out in order to find somebody to beat up and save the day and he runs around frantically for a day but finds none of the street level thugs in order to maintain his status so he reluctantly gives up on that day and decides to leave that problem for 
tomorrow's Saitama. <laughs> I love that, too. <laughs> and tomorrow came, and he finds Sonic, who challenges him to a rematch. But Sonic gets ignored because Saitama has important business to take care of. A C-rank hero on the uh, upper echelon of C-rank heroes named Tank Top Tiger is told that Saitama has been running around causing a ruckus and kind of berates our hero and uh, ends up attacking Sonic and Sonic easily dispatches this guy and then starts wreaking havoc in order to force Saitama into a fight so our hero knocks him out and wonders if that will actually count towards his hero quota. Probably. The other main plot thread in this episode is there's two other heroes from the association, one named Spring Mustachio and the other Golden Ball. They're investigating an abandoned ghost town part of City Z, which seems to be the city that Saitama lives in. Tornado, an S-rank hero, wants to look into the situation herself, but the association tells her that that won't be necessary, so she leaves in a huff. And oh, what a huff it was. <laughs> Mustachio and Ball engage a seaweed creature after thrilling combats. Both of them lose, so they send out a distress signal, and it's uh, notified to the association. But... I mean, that was kind of pointless, because Saitama ends up being attacked by this seaweed creature. And at that point, he realizes that he forgot to buy kombu stock. And in the very next scene, we see him cooking what looks to be the seaweed creature. Which is pretty cold-blooded. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, don't even try to waste it off, too. He got a great sale. It might not have been bargain day, but it was a good deal. <laughs> it was an awesome catch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the association members are talking later, and they note that the situation in City Z has somehow resolved itself. And we also see that rumors are circulating among heroes and monsters about a terrifying monster that both humans and monsters fear. Hmm. I wonder who that could be. The Rails drinking problem? <laughs> Somebody's mom. It's Saitama. Oh. Oh, that was like my fourth guess. <laughs> I mean, that seems pretty evident, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the reason why nobody... It went over my head, okay? Nobody I lives in that area because Saitama destroys the town. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily, Genos is very good at repairs. And also cleaning toilets. And toilet cleaning. Yes! Good old Genos. He frustrates me so much. Mm -hmm. I will say, I mean, in the manga, it's gotten better, but it's it's he just, still frustrates me a lot. He's just so perfect. Dude, he's just no, like the freaking no, over... No, quite the opposite for me. <laughs> he's like the over-enthusiastic student just, like, ready to go to school every day. That was me until, what, like, freshman year of high school. I was, was going to say something great. <laughs> dude I was chasing and it was still okay high school, <laughs> was, a, high school was a culture shock for me hmm. welcome yeah. to the world of assholes 
And after the credits, we got one more scene where Genos and Saitama discuss their rankings within their classes. And uh, Saitama has apparently gone up in rank a little bit. And Genos is uh, pretty low on the totem pole in actual rankings. But in popularity polls, he's number six in S-class. Which, of course, devastates Saitama. <laughs> <laughs> Reading the fan mail was not kind for his self-esteem. No, and the uh, fan mail was just based on a picture of him. Yeah. And Genos even points out, nah, it's it's just based on a picture of me. I don't really take these things to heart. It's like, wow, Genos, that's... Wow. <laughs> How are you not embarrassed? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, we have a plethora of talkbacks. It's the first from Stephen Oz. The facial expressions of Saitama are always fantastic. These animators really captured what he is thinking. Yeah, it's amazing how close it does look to the manga. Yeah. Oh my god, there's always a funny face in every episode. You got a booger on your nose! Or no, finger, 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 finger. If it's on the yeah. nose, we're okay. I will not well, play no, rock, paper, scissors either. with you. You've got a booger on your finger. Well, uh, it beats the... Hey, it beats a stripper with a booger. Stripper Ooh. with a booger. <laughs> But also, I really like the face when he's like, at first he doesn't care about the Paradisers, and then all of a sudden, like, if you see a bald man, they are probably on, or they're probably part of the Paradisers. He's like, oh, crap. Speaking of the Paradisers, uh, we see that Hammerhead is around town wearing a suit, holding doors open, so uh, I guess he got a job. <laughs> he's he so nervous in that in that little bit, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you get a new job, you're always nervous. All right, so what's the deal with Watchdog Man? <laughs> he's just, what? I mean, apparently he's really, he's, good. he's really good at killing monsters. Oh, that guy. Yeah, that guy. He was just standing on a pile of corpses. Yeah. Just sitting there. I mean, he's the hero I always turn to <laughs> when I need saving. Watchdog Man. It's, hmm. uh,. Yeah, I'd like to see more of him. I'd like to see more of, like, the occasional heroes that we always see cameos of. Yeah, like that one chick who showed up literally to say, nah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I think that's you'll the see only scene she ever had. <laughs> well, hey, I, mean... I completely forgot that she was even in the anime. Who? Uh, uh, the other... The other chick, the the one who... Oh, had, Blizzard, Blizzard. Yeah, Blizzard. I know, my brother said the same thing. I was like, no, I remember seeing her. I mean, for all I know. I, I mean, I've been reading and, like, watch rewatching stuff, so that's probably why I assume that I remember seeing her. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it, it's nice, it's nice. Those are, those are some good characters. I'm glad people were able to see Tornado and the little Blizzard. Yeah. Oh, Tornado. She's pretty entertaining. <laughs> it's going to get more entertaining when a certain someone runs into her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next talk you back. Uh, live. It's from Josh Knighton. I'll leave tomorrow's problems to tomorrow's me. Sounds like the subject for a Tom homily. <laughs> about procrastination <laughs> I'm pretty sure we talked about something about this for philosophy saying that 
when you wake up again, it's like you're brand new. Like you're a new uh, you compared uh, to the previous you from when you were asleep. Like I could totally see them skew that as in it's a tomorrow's a new day. You don't need to deal with everything today. You know, if if things aren't going well, tomorrow is a new day. That but too. you could also look at it as just put off all your problems until later. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, that's how most how most people I know work, which is not the best. <laughs> that's how I'm. Oh, hey, you know. <laughs> Until they, they reach breaking point, and then. Well, like, boy. like oh, um, cl- a classic example. Oh, hey, you know the the, the Olympics are coming. You know, we kind of knew that was happening. Oh yeah, we'll send our reporter. You know, like a month before it starts. What could go wrong? Everything. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't work in the news. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but I kind of would like to see Tom do a homily. That's like the exact <laughs> opposite of good advice. Yeah, why not? <laughs> it would be on April Fool's Day. Ah, there we be. go. That's an idea right there for you, Mr. Clark Nova. <laughs> I like it. April Fool's Day Tom speech in which he tells you, fuck it all. <laughs> Just like, it was like, hey, Toonami Faithful, life sucks and then you die. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <clears throat> N. Craig writes in regarding the seaweed creature, Tangela and Tangrowth's mega evolution is pretty strong. <laughs> oh, man. That's good. Our audience there sure do go. like to make Pokemon jokes. You can call it it's a Lola form. Follow the same form as Executor. <laughs> Aloha form. Alola. It actually isn't Aloha. It's Alola. Uh, Alola. Yeah. It's, took me a moment too. Oh, brother. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't sweat it. Hey, hey. Put tomorrow's anxiety and upsetness for or today's upset and anxiety for tomorrow. Sketch. Don't don't think about it. And then don't just forget, forget to even have that upset feeling. <laughs> and that's how we deal with all our problems. All right, uh, Ian Haas writes in, that worker's first name is Zanth. Dude, his parents are the real superhero namers. <laughs> worker being the female worker, as that's uh, Zanth, the uh, female actress. So, you know. <laughs> she was like the lead girl in um, Blood Lad. Yes, yes. And uh, Yuki Yuna is a hero. And I think she's Silica in SAO. No. Wait, Silica's the lolly, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was uh, Christine. No, that's Cam- that's Christine Marie Cabanos. Yeah. Is it the blacksmith then? No, that was Sarah uh, Williams. No, I think uh, she, I, she was. Wasn't something. she the one who died? Oh uh, yeah. She might have been one of them who died. <laughs> Lots of people die in the Sword Art Online. The, the, his first girlfriend before Asuna. Uh, maybe, did you say Asuna? Maybe that was her. Yeah, Asuna did have that booty. Oh, yeah. You can't even say Asuna. Yeah. You just say Asuna. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I got a small chuckle out of that. Yay! Uh, go to the uh, corner. Black Always Zero writes in... I swear, Marie Harrington gets better and better with every character she voices. Tornado might actually be my senpai. 
She just ends every conversation with calling the person she's talking to an idiot. <laughs> Buck. Wasn't that how most conversations go? <laughs> Marie Harrington has, like, the best Twitter name, Red Harrington. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Because she's a redhead. It's, it's brilliant. No yes. Yeah, in with an alcohol bottle to the head. Yeah, she's uh she's been in quite a few characters lately, like um that pink-haired gal who originally was cloaked in the prison in uh, Hunter Hunter recently. Oh, that person. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and our last talk back comes from Inu, clearly a fanboy. Tornado can blow me away any day. Yeah, because she's a F5, and you got to end the next, next county over. Hey, and I will say this. At least she's of age. She's well above the age. I, um, I can't believe when I found out how old she is. I still call BS on that, but she's well over 18. Well, we know how anime likes to mess with our minds. Yes. Yes, oh, yes. yes we do. <laughs> it was like, I was, I'm watching a new game. Because I was hoping you'd be like Shiro Mako, but with video games. It kind of is. But it's a lot more moe. And it's like, oh my gosh, these are supposed to be adults. <laughs> they all look like junior hires, except for like the head boss. She looks like a junior hire that did not age well. <laughs> or or a, like a junior hire that's seen some stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Ah, she's cute. I like her. When I was told a new game could be compared to Kaon, I was like, that's disappointing. Because I was like, you know, I was hoping a Shirobako type I feel thing. Like a, I, I feel like more happens. Yeah. Kaon was a big disappointment to me. I'm sorry. Aw. They were adorable, though. That's, that's but they weren't even adorable to me, dude. I was expecting to hear more music than what I did. Oh, <laughs> you thought you'd hear music in Kaon. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> Sorry, dude, but if it had look here, I'm. This is why you need to watch Show by Rock because that actually has music. Yeah, you just want me to watch Sound Euphonium with you, Sketch. I do. That's, <laughs> you act as if that's a bad thing. He no. does, though. He wants you to watch that with him. Sound Euphonium <laughs> is the best. <laughs> Brings yeah, out the inner band people. geek, man. Yeah, I, dude, I was in the band. <laughs> I was in the choir, but like the feelings are pretty similar. It's okay, choir boy. <laughs> I, I, I want to ask this to you guys since I'm now on. Anything in this uh, episode of One Punch kind of stand out to you? Hmm. I like because the there was one thing for me that I didn't realize when I was first watching it sub that I really, really appreciated with One Punch because like we're given a super powered hero in Saitama who can beat everything in One Punch, but yet. The world that he built uh, with one, he built so many heroes that are I can take seriously. Like when I saw Spring Mustachio and Golden Ball at first, I'm thinking, what the hell are these you know extras doing? But then like the fight was actually really, really interesting. It was well done. Yeah, very. And like Spring powers. Mustachio did a pretty decent job against something well over his head. <laughs> you know, you would think <laughs> you would think he would die instantly, like Golden Ball, and even Golden Ball's weapon with the slingshot was really cool. But, like, he actually twist. held his own. And, like, you see that a lot with One Punch where, yes, Saitama can beat the crap out of anyone. But yet, don't forget these other people who 
might be considered, you know, gag characters or extras, but they can hold their own too. It's it, it's a nice, it's a way there's to a, build legitimacy with other people. Well, not all of them. No, no. <laughs> there's a huge see. mix of yeah. heroes. There's ones that are in different classes that are stronger versions of each other, which I'm guessing it's like their brothers or family members, like Tank Top, the, that group. We're going to see more of them in the next episode. But, uh, yeah, the all the other heroes that we get shown are always somehow interesting. Yeah. I'm even interested at looking at the background characters of people because of how good they look. And it's something I didn't realize really until this until I'm watching this particular episode again. Where I'm kind of like, yeah, you know, everyone's all about the S-Class heroes and Saitama. And, if, you know, maybe a couple other uh, heroes like a My Mask who really uh, hooked me onto One Punch when I first saw it, too. Get, uh, get ready for him, people. He's, he, he does some interesting stuff. So, uh, but it was just like, yeah. watching this, I'm like, you know, this is really well done of building a world of heroes. I really liked it. When those two showed up, I was like, who brought in Dr. Riddles and Eneru? <laughs> <laughs> Eneru's always, balls can turn into a drill. That's pretty cool. <laughs> you always got to bring up the One Piece reference sketch, don't you? I did, but I referenced Zatch Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Except Dr. Riddle's there ripped off Gin Ichimaru, I guess, <laughs> with that long sword thing. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> he had a very interesting way of summoning that little rapier. Yes. Yeah, it like, like it, it like pigtails, and then, <laughs> pretty cool, pretty cool. It's always interesting to see what comes out of One Punch Man. Yeah, totally yeah. varied powers, and you know, it's all nicely animated. Like that fight, that fight was really good and, and thrilling. The noises that guy was making, <laughs> holding off yeah. all those tentacles. Yeah, I, I, but, Squidward. I think. I think that was Terra Sands as the seaweed creature, a.k.a. Mokuba. Oh, my God. No way. I can <laughs> so hear that right now. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Blowing Christopher's mind right now. Totally. It's just like, it's been so long since I've watched uh, Yu-Gi-Oh. You know, that was my childhood right there. <laughs> Apparently there's going to be a movie of Yu-Gi-Oh! that's going to get some of the original voice actors from the series back in. That would be cool. I think No, I think it's literally happening. I forget where I heard it. Yeah. As long as as Dan Green comes back, I'm good. He is. Dan Green's coming uh, back and Eric Stewart. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. We even got Joshua Seth coming back for Digimon. Oh, I know. That's pretty exciting. I have some qualms with the rest of that cast. (laughs) We'll save that for after the podcast. Yeah, keep on going, gentlemen. You've went on enough of a tangent. And you did not cause this. No, we did not. Let the record show that this one was not Darrell's fault. It was his minion. Darrell, was there anything of this episode that really jumped out at you? Nah, dude, I just like the fact that Saitama uh, um, beat, um, beat Speed of Sonic sound, um, so, um, Sword in Half, dude, with his teeth. Oh, that, yeah. That, that was... Inserts dude. needs more iron in his diet joke. Dude, like, seriously. <laughs> oh, like, he has all the iron he needs <laughs> joke. This, yes, yes. And that's why he, he just bit it and spit it out and didn't swallow. 
Or how about it took <laughs> Saitama forever to be like, oh, wait, you're acting like a villain. This will count. Uh, Hell yeah, all right. Boom. I found work. <laughs> like, you know, as as children are crying and people are running away from... I love the name that he thought he, Sonic's it, name was. Oh, Jack-O-Lantern <laughs> Panic. <laughs> That'll be in volume 12 of One Punch Man. That's a great name. It is. <laughs> you say Jack me off. I think we should move on to Gundam I just have one question sketch how much was the uh, glee for tornado because I wasn't able to uh, live tweet or get on Twitter about it was it was it big uh, I guess I, I don't know I just seen I with friends uh, that got into one punch man it's one of the few animes I can talk about with other friends they were like yeah tornado was freaking awesome I was like oh okay. <laughs> She definitely has fans. That's good. But she doesn't need a fan because she's a tornado. Oh, okay. Uh, Now let's get to Gundam. (laughs) Yeah, that joke really blew. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, It just went with the wind. I'm done. That's it. It was great talking to you guys. (laughs) Have a wonderful podcast. That's the end of the podcast, everybody. Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans, Episode 11 Human Debris. Okay, while on patrol, Akihiro and Takaki encounter unknown enemies and engage them in battle. The Tagus turn out to be the Brewers, a space pirate group that operates between Mars and Earth. Those jerks, not to mention, dude is just freaking sadistic. You know, kind of the Brewers sound like a heavy metal band or something, but. Kudal engages Mikazuki using the mobile suit with a large hammer. Hammer time, baby! Akihiro <laughs> realizes that the Brewers is his long-lost brother, Masahiro, bringing back the feelings and the feels. Yeah, I said it, feels. It was just a lovely family reunion this time around. You know, it's just that awkward moment. Hey, we're on opposite sides, so now we're just going to fight each other, bro. The turbines pilots turn the tide of battle. Takaki is critically injured during the skirmish. Meribit works quickly to tend Takaki's wounds. Oh, you gotta have a nurse in training now. And later scolds Orga for not having a doctor on board. Yeah, that's one of the biggest things. If you're gonna be on this cruise, you gotta have a doctor and have the personnel that you need. Doctors are important. Go medics! Where's where's Tony Tony Chopper when you need him? This is not Space One Piece. Go to the corner right now. (laughs) It's my corner. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Don't worry about it. You're going under the basement tonight. <laughs> Iron is harassed by other Gallahorn soldier because he's from Mars. Yeah, you know, that discrimination. Martians gets no love, man. I guess now you know how the Martian Manhunter feels sometimes. Them and their difference, the white and green Martians. Racism. It comes in all forms, even in space. And meanwhile, McGillis and... Galio return to Earth and assess the situation with Gallahorn. Pretty much plan to see what they're going to do next, and they really want to bring Gallahorn to back to its noble roots. And that people ends the Iron Blooded Orphans recap. 
We got Gentlemen. this nine-year-old fiance. Who is yeah. voiced by Christine Marie Cabanos. <laughs> so Wait, wow. I'm sensing a trend. <laughs> you know, like, what kind of like, trend? Well, Not really. Underage fiancés. <laughs> no, it was like, you know, it just made me think, I'm taking my lolly and going home. <laughs> <laughs> and just being polite to, like, your tea is lovely. He's probably like, this tastes like garbage. <laughs> He's looking at his I buddy, mean, you're lucky you said you didn't want any. And it's like, wait, do you really want me to marry you? It's like, yes. Yes, I do. It's like, you are so lying, you can easily tell. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's humoring her, but you I'm like, man, this arranged marriage stuff. Oh, by the way, my fiance is nine years old, but I'm just going to sow my wild hopes with other chicks until she's of age. It's like, dude, you got nine years to wait. Now, Darrell, <laughs> it's, it's been a while since I've been on the podcast. Are you really Naze? I probably <laughs> am, man. I think I am Naze at this point. <laughs> Was this the episode where, where Atra is like, I could be with Mikazuki... And Cludet, Cudelia. That was the previous episode. Yeah. Oh my god. That was but really the point funny. still stands. Yeah. Dude, the thing is, Atra was on board, man. That's what makes it so right, man. Like, I mean, she wanted the space sister wives thing going. <laughs> no, <laughs> me. I was like, no, have it for yourself, please. Leave Cudelia well, out of it. I hate her. It's, Stop it. It's funny how it's funny how they picked Mikazuki to do that when it's like. Orga, you know the lead. No, 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 dude. Oh man, they're all up on the Mikazuki. They really are. They they dude. want some Mikazuki. Dude, like Mikazuki is like the actual alpha male of the group, man. Yeah. Well, I think it, what's interesting with Orga, I think he's learning how to be like that alpha male for the whole group instead of like the brother relationship that he has with uh, Mikazuki. At least that's how yeah. I'm. Uh, reading into it right now, which is fun. Yeah, he, it's interesting in its own in right. some sort of depressed state. He needs a woman, <laughs> as as Eugene and and his uh, and others are uh, telling him. That's the uh, reason that's, why Meredith is going to be around. That that stuff doesn't interest me. Oh yeah, well, you seem just to be interested in your doctor. Himself. Dude, when that mid- dude seriously when the midnight hour hits, trust me, that stuff does start to interest you. Especially the other the other kids <laughs> in the crew, holy crap! Be respectful. What about that? Yeah, <laughs> they were all like hit, hitting on and talking about that one woman who came on at, at that at that episode too. Yeah. Oh, you talking about Fumi-san? No, no, I'm talking about the the, the, the kids who are always like the kids who were talking about the lady who came on who who wound up be, knowing full well how to be a doctor. Oh, that's Meredith. Yeah, yeah. Eh, she that's doesn't her, have that's such Orga's a thing, boo. Right? Yeah, that's his. That's his. That's that's his bae. <laughs> but I will you say, I, and I hate to say this because it's gonna be, it's gonna come across as like really bad. But Kudelia's monologues are really getting on my nerves now. Yeah, and I and I like blondes. I'll say this, and she looks great, but oh my god, it's the same damn thing over and over. And it's what just am I like, gonna do? I feel so useless. And it's just. I mean, uh, it's it's, get, it's, though, getting, it's getting bad with with me at least. I, I, that's just my opinion of it. I mean, I find her frustrating. I see it, and like it started off like things started to look better when she's like, "I need to make a decision about going to war or not." Like she wasn't relying on anyone. 
she she wanted to make the decision herself. She was sleeping on it, you know, to be careful, kind of stuff. I'm like, yeah, you know, that's what you want from characters, but it's just like uh, everything after that has been kind of like, uh. dude, she made Relina Peacecraft likable. <laughs> that's saying something. <laughs> I, I will. I will say I. I like Cordelia more than Relina, but Relina seems more effective. Exactly. <laughs> I'm looking at efficiency here, brother. But Cordelia did clean up during the ceremony, though, man. That I'm like seriously, dude. I was like at that moment, yeah. It's like let me find a chick who can rock a dress like that. <laughs> I like, um, oh, the name of the character from Christina V voices. Is that Lafta? Lafta, yeah. Yeah, yeah, her. Who's like having kind of like a pseudo kind of relationship starting up with uh, Doug, the brother the, that's on Tekken. Okay, What's his name? Thank you, thank you. Oh, I, and the, that's more like, like a brother and sister thing because as, I know, as oh, we yes, know, yes. Lafter is. Nazis. <laughs> right. No, no, no. I actually, I would actually enjoy it more if it was like a brother and sister where it's like she's pushing him to get better and to become like a better pilot. Yeah. Is this we the same one who's like, this guy's more intense than Kaze in bed? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's... That was a hilarious out of nowhere line for me. I'm like, whoa. Like they I have a feeling like the voice actors really had fun with the script when it came to stuff like that. They must have enjoyed that. Dude, would you not enjoy stuff like that, man? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, they seem to have as much fun as anyone else, especially with, like, uh, earlier this month when Habicorn, uh tweets at Cherimili is like, thank you, anime wife. It's like they, they have fun with this kind of stuff, too. I enjoy that. <laughs> oh, that's a creepy context considering... <laughs> Sword art. <laughs> I was gonna go with you know like other ones like Sea Control, uh, where they were fairy tale, in, they, fairy tale of course, and then um, oh there was one oh Soul Eater where it's like you could see Kid and Patty and Lizzie you know having a Naze thing going. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> maybe maybe. Yeah. All, so... all I can think of when Patty just told hmm. Kid to move his freaking ass. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry. I, I like Soul Eater a lot. It's a fun show. It's a good show. Said I couldn't get it when it, when it was on major discount at Funimation. So in the previous episode, Akihiro was talking about how oh I have a younger brother and uh, maybe I'll see him again someday. But I think he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was choreographed. Basically, given <laughs> on it. It's funny, Sketch, it's funny that you, you mentioned that because my brother was like, oh, you need to catch up on a couple of stuff because it was recorded. I was like, yeah, he's like, what's bothering me at least about this current arc is that something immediately gets resolved and you'll know it right away. And I'm kind of like, huh? And then when I see it, it's like, my brother, I'm like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. Boy, those are similar names, Akihiro and Masahiro. <laughs> yeah. I they're mean, both they're, heroes. That can't mean they're related, right? I mean, no, yeah, oh no, definitely not. Yeah. Also, <laughs> you thought there would be death, but there wasn't. <laughs> this death has been canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did thought. I thought both. Brought to you by the makers of Akami Got Killed. <laughs> uh, death is never canceled in Akami Got Killed. <laughs> exactly. That's the reason why. <laughs> A comic got killed just took all the death from Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans. 
You know, it's just, all you I know, can see is death from Family Guy just being like, "Well, God dang it!" I have what yeah. job? <laughs> Can't even kill a f- this a feminine boy. Oh my god! Sketch <laughs> <laughs> is angry. He just wants death right now. I think that's why Allison has a problem. It's like, dude, every time someone gets close to dying, they don't die. And when someone does die, it's not flashy in any way. Like, uh, hey, that's actually reality, though. So <laughs> yeah, I actually props, because props he for just that. Stabs, just stabs through this armor, and they're all like, he killed him. I'm like, how do I know? He just stabbed through a weak part of the armor. I don't know if any if he actually died. Yeah. I got loud there for a moment. I just saw my blip and how high it was. Man. Easy there, Fabian. Easy. Don't have Darrell put you in a corner with Chill no boot. Chill out. I'm, I, oh, I'm always in a corner. Let's talk about I mean, how abused Yuki Nojo was in this episode. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, he's floating away from the enemy, so we can just pick him up later. I know. That was <laughs> great, though. And then he's like later, he's like getting fanned by Atra. Uh, <laughs> the old man <laughs> has it rough. Again, he's going to die before he does. <laughs> like isn't that those two seem to have a really interesting relationship mikazuki and uh and him you know yeah it's kind of like he's like the father to uh, father to Solomon, man. <laughs> i don't treat my father like that like yeah you know he's barreling away could die you know i'll see him later he's he'll be okay he's his mechanic this is how people treat their mechanics <laughs> well, you know it's kind of how y'all treat me sometimes <laughs> <laughs> No, Darrell's floating away from the enemy. He'll be okay. We'll pick him up later. We'll pick him up with the crane. <laughs> that will be necessary. Yeah, it will be. It will be. We could have gone an episode without the crane joke. Yeah. But you ruined it. Catch! I haven't been on. Listen, Darrell's even on the podcast. Every... He's gonna mention it at some point. Not necessarily. Sometimes he forgets. <laughs> no, I just don't say that out of just say nothing, man. Just out of being polite. I, I, I imagine at one point you're gonna just make a joke at the end of the podcast, like it's like deuces. Oh, here's the crane. Get me out of here. <laughs> I must go. I must go. My planet needs me. <laughs> Could you please bring the crane with you, sir? <laughs> All right, let's read some talk facts. Please. They better be good, Sketch. They better be good. Mm, some of them are. <laughs> <laughs> From Meister I, 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 Mitch, Atra's into polygamy. Galeo's sister is into marriage. What's next? A five-year-old that was in love with BDSM? Ah, uh, <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> let, What's let that? Me. Fifty Shades of Baby Gray? And don't oh. forget... Don't forget, there's season two, so if we don't get it in this season, uh, there's next. Next season, next season. Oh, man, if they pulled the rape card, I am going to be no, not uh, happy. <laughs> this, this show isn't... Gosh, I can't even remember the name of that show. With the, with the space vampires! Gosh, <laughs> what was that? What was that? Valve Rave! This, this oh! <laughs> Space My God, I haven't I haven't heard that show in a long time, actually. Yeah, it's kind of fallen off the radar, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sir Baduin writes in, just wanted to point out McGillis isn't that interested in Almeria. No, you think? Also, <laughs> Ein's internal monologue would be, 
I just want to kill me some kids. Is that so wrong? <laughs> nope, because it was okay to slap them on um, America 7 and slap old people. So Ayn is actually above the curve. Ayn, could you possibly have misinterpreted your master's words any worse? <laughs> Dude, you're friggin' kind. I want that for you. I just want to kill me Frank. some kids. Well, yeah, Lieutenant Crank, man. Crank didn't want to kill those kids. He, he drew Lieutenant's words. <sighs> Sheesh. He's uh, he's a little obsessed with, re with revenge. That never ends well in a Gundam show. We'll see. Rob Psycho, Rob Barracuda, writes in. Was that effing Pigma Dengar from Star Wolf? <laughs> uh, Andrew Kako writes in, Yeah, who let Pizza the Hut on the overhead? Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I can't believe he said that. Yeah, well, he real. looks That's like actually... that one Captain Planet villain. <laughs> All I'm thinking about is... Uh, we... Is the robot chicken Captain Planet episode now sketch? Captain Planet! Captain Planet! Captain Planet, he's a hero. But, Gonna take pollution down to zero. Oh, my bad. Sorry. It's a catchy tune. Yeah, it is, all right. Yeah, uh, I don't even remember the name of that guy, but uh, seems to be voiced by Crank's voice actor, and he's the head of those pirates. Uh, Keith Silverstein, during the live tweets, made an amusing observation, which is a, can be applied to both that episode of Gundam and the episode of One Punch Man. Uh, that would be, nice people don't own tiger pants. Can I just can I just say, Keith was such a pleasure to get to meet. So that that does not surprise me. Very funny, and his humor is just on point almost all the time. Absolutely, with that kind of stuff. He's good at live tweeting too. He's very he's very good at keeping up with the shows that are on that he's in. Uh, with uh, what's it called, Gundam and uh, Hunter Hunter. Actually, we've been getting a lot of Keith and Hunter Hunter. Actually, now that I think about it. Yes, yes, Dizzy Sisoka. <laughs> oh, what a great villain! Delicious. Yeah, I love Hisoka right now. Dude's freaking insane, and I love it. Very entertaining character. <laughs> right, boot. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> they gone and got me excited. The, 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 for the better. Okay, that brings us to this week on Toonami. And we kick things off with a very general tweet from Yuki-san. All around good episodes, and we got to see another Clyde bump, which is always good. Yeah. Another Clyde bump. Cool. I was excited. Like, when that came out, I was like, Colt, look! It's a Clyde bump! <laughs> <laughs> was like Colt looking away, and he's like, wait, what, where? And he missed it. <laughs> uh, no, he didn't miss it. He was watching it when he said it. Yeah. Which means I oh, didn't really need to say it, but I did anyway. You were <laughs> so excited. You had I to like, tell someone else who also knew. I like to announce things. I like excited <laughs> sketch. 
Oh, you haven't seen Excited Sketch. No, I've seen that with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle gifts, and that's about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, what a treasure trove of Ninja Turtles gifts I have found. <laughs> I have a good reaction image for pretty much everything now. <laughs> yes. Sketch is going to send, like, resumes to work just using gifts of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> and this is why you should hire me. <laughs> and it's Michelangelo eating a pizza, just, like, about to share it. Just like, here you go, guys. <laughs> yeah, Sketch was very happy at the tweet that I sent him with my nephew. They might consider that a bribe. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if pizza's a bribe, I'll take it. Just no anchovies. Ugh. Seriously, who would eat that? <laughs> like, Futurama tried to play up anchovies as, like, the greatest thing to have on pizza. Nah, I don't buy it. <laughs> but, <laughs> and I'm not a big fan of fish in general, so... I like so, fish. Yeah, sometimes I have the fish sticks for the halibut. <laughs> just take it to South Park and I'm just going to move on. Can we continue? <laughs> You're going to have a bad time. <laughs> Arthur Mesa wrote in, also regarding the Clyde Bump. If you saw the new Clyde Bump, you might also see a <laughs> teaser for Intruder 3. Look at the background behind the Clyde. There is a creature with a dragon-like back. Ooh. Scale. Yeah. I'm not... Arthur... Arthur, that needs work. <laughs> I'm not going to even do that, Arthur. But thanks for the observation. I, Arthur, I didn't go back really to notice that. I was too busy being like, ooh, a clock. It's my corner. Don't you understand? There's no, four corners to a room. I, I do feel They're like you don't use these IDs enough. Like, they play them a couple of times, and then you don't see them again? That seems wasteful. <laughs> I mean, CGI ain't cheap. <laughs> Gotta get some usage out of those, right? Says you. You only got the Clydes once on a, on the Absolution before it blew up. Uh, that's that's true. Well, they they didn't like those designs, apparently. I seem to recall people being a little not too sure if they liked them. So uh, that decision was made for them. All right, moving on. Toonami Gamer writes in regarding DBZ Kai. I would pay to see the Cell Olympic Games. I would too. Whoever wrote that, who was it again? I'm sorry. I'm... Toonami Gamer. Oh my God, yes. Anything <laughs> is better than the Summer Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> The Cell Olympic <laughs> Games, where Cell proves his superiority in all the games. As, as I tweeted before, Grand Magic Games Fairy Tale, the best Olympic-style thing I've ever now seen. I, now I want to see Cell in competitive They did curling. a version of Wanted from Assassin's Creed's multiplayer. It was awesome. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Not, not really. Anyway. It was the first Olympic challenge for that magic game hey so awesome. uh they're they're promoting the next olympics with anime characters right that yes. yeah <laughs> and goku Dude. and naruto and sailor moon and, and shin chan mario and luffy Dude, when i saw abe come through the tube man as super mario i was like okay japan just stepped it up a whole nother level <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna have fun like this place was gonna be safe fun <laughs> I mean, Prime Minister Abi is like a freaking nut job, man. But that was probably the coolest thing he has done, man. 
It would have been better if he had a crew of straw hats, in my opinion. But well, shut up. He doesn't make sure that Akira happens. Yeah, <laughs> freaking soul reapers. I could deal with that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's the joke that's going on right now. You're 2020 Akira. Yep. Oh, you already lived through the Transformers movie. <laughs> okay, let's get on, people. We we we've been going on tangents all night. Indeed, damn. I can't believe I'm actually being the voice of reason here. That is Ralph. You need more booze. I really do. <laughs> These minions gotta be kept in line. No. Jafus and Craig writes in. I've got nine days to train. Just just don't Yamcha. Nine days isn't going to do anything for you that the last nine plus years hasn't. Shoot, even with 91 days, it wouldn't work for him. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good show. I know. I used a pun, but I had to. Oh, 91 days has been really good. Yeah. Oof. Like, I, I, I want to watch. I don't even that. know why some of this stuff is happening. I'm like. Why did they do that? <laughs> I, I just I just honestly want like Joker game and ninety one days back to back. Hmm. Ooh, That'd be so good. With Bacano. Ooh, there we go. Do the voice sketch. You know what to do. Oh, the conductor's dead and his pants are ruined. <laughs> <laughs> I will play up below that sketch. I'm to kill splats. <laughs> oh my god. I got a freaking Bacchano reference. <laughs> oh man. I love Bacchano. I do. I love it. I gotta get it. A lot of people I'm vote in uh, Hunter Hunter talkbacks. So, first one. Was oh gosh, I think this is from Benjamin Pageon. I didn't write it down. What part of "Don't Come In" did you not understand? The common yes. part. You have to leave a sock on the door handle. Come on now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when somebody screams, "Don't come into the cave," you probably shouldn't do it. <laughs> Apologies if that was not Benjamin, but I think it was. <laughs> Black Zero writes in, I feel really sad for the guy who set the trap full of snakes. It worked so well that it killed him in the process. I don't think, I think it actually be explained him. Soon. I think I think Ponzu killed him and then tried to leave and realized that she couldn't. Can can I just say I'm so glad Ponzu's in. I I I've been waiting for her. She was a cutie. I've been seeing her in the background so often I'm like, who is this one? Then there was the sniper, and she just got killed immediately. That would be a disappointment. Another from Arthur Mesa. Gone and his friends trapped in a cave with snakes. Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? And then he goes on to say Indiana Jones joke. You ruined it. You you don't need to spell it out, Arthur. (laughs) That's Arthur Mesa for you. (laughs) Gee, I just messed up everything. And if I love your talk back from Joshua Knighton, bourbon in the cave? <laughs> That's must be in there somewhere. <laughs> I love that uh, name. <laughs> I don't know, dude. If booze is in there, nothing can stop me from getting it. Mm. Darrell's a real hunter. 
Yeah, I'm the booze hunter. <laughs> Bill would just go in, he'd get the booze, and he'd walk out. And snakes would bite him, he'd just keep walking. And drinking the booze while I'm at it, like, that's all you got. Self-medicating. He would yeah, disinfect exactly. the wounds by pouring the alcohol on him, too. Yeah. Man, the snakes would get drunk, man, from trying to poison me. <laughs> that is that is very true. <laughs> I'm trying to remember how they get out of this scrape, because obviously they get out of it, come on. But it's like... Couldn't they just, like, power through it? <laughs> Is there really Especially that with, with, with Gon and Krapika? Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, I feel like Gon would be... Well, I mean, Gon just got poisoned, so maybe not. By the way, you see him trying to suck the poison out with his mouth? That doesn't work! Yeah, like, just immediately just start sucking the poison out. That don't work, man. He's been bitten everywhere. Let's, let's talk about what an epic troll... Uh, Kilaways. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he threw the badge the other way to trip up Hanzo. <laughs> Don't worry, Hanzo. You must, you, must, you must have cried a little bit. I know Hanzo's your guy. Eh, whatever. Hanzo, for Hanzo to be a ninja, he really does talk way too much, man. Yeah. yeah. What, what does he I think he is in Naruto? <laughs> All I imagine is next week someone's gonna be like, "I'm sick of these Monday Saturday snakes on the Sunday cat cave." I fucked that up. Oh well. Yeah, you did. Drink more booze and you actually be fluid when you speak. Maybe. The underscore bodyguard thirty one writes in regarding Naruto Shippuden. I wonder if the Shinobi world will appreciate Daidara's art the way they appreciate icons after their deaths. Hell nope. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no one even knows what his art is. It's gone in a mo- instant. Dude, he blows up his art, man. Yeah. That's it. He'll be remembered as a serial bomber. Exactly. Not a very good one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Jeff is in. Craig writes in regarding One Piece. Had Sanji and Absalom kept bonding like bros over Nami's unconscious body... We'd be heading toward one weird three-way. By the way, back to the <laughs> back to the previous talk. Back, Diodara doesn't have the wrong idea. We go back to Space Dandy and the Dancinians. Beautiful for just an instant, and then you're dead. Huh? That would have been funnier if you mentioned it when we were on that talk back. I know. Like... I thought of it as we were transitioning, so I had to come back to it. So now we have to move on. <laughs> This is not how this works. Let's get back to the three-way talk. I will say this sketch, I remember. (laughs) But it's a (laughs) four-way. Sketch, I will say this. As much as I enjoyed Thriller Bark, this was not very kind to Nami. No. No, it is not. I forgot. I forgot. Also, hey, Sanji, Sanji, focus. (laughs) But it's like, Sanji, that's like your crewmate there, and you're just like broing out over something that could be, you know... Illegal? Sanji and Absalom are not so different. <laughs> no, and in fact, Sanji probably wishes he was him. Oh, no, yes. Oh, next week. Yes, he does. Not this week. He's got a beef with uh, Absalom, and we don't know why. But it's been that for ages. Yeah. Hey, you just... Don't worry. When we get to the time skip and when he's on Fishman Island, things get better. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Sanji, focus. 
Save the girl. Stop, like... Stop for mistaking her for an angel or some other beautiful figure. Yeah. It's like, this gag is getting old. Although I do like his, like, way to try and get around that. She's more beautiful than all of them. That way he's like, Nami's more beautiful than all those things. That's a nice sentence. And now I can get over it. <laughs> uh, Sanji getting hung How up in fights is all woman. Must have been some uh, pretty strong whatever. Well, well yeah, I, I don't want to talk. Can we move on? <laughs> yes, let's do that. But uh, Luffy fighting Moria is pretty amusing. Yeah. So, like, I'm going to kick your ass. Mm, yeah, no, you won't. <laughs> fight my shadow. Oh, I don't want to fight your shadow. Fight you. Okay. Apparently, people noticed the music video that aired during Naruto Shippuden. So, here's some talkbacks regarding that. Benjamin Pajon wrote in, I went to take a piss and came back to a melting skull face. So, what I miss... He, too, went to use the bathroom during Naruto. <laughs> you gotta have sacred poop time sometimes. Mine is during DBZ. Yep. And Allison writes in, I saw two apples boning. <laughs> so, did they make applesauce? Oh. Wow. <laughs> Dude, but I approve. They made apple cider. Yeah. <laughs> they made apple yeah. insider. What about warm apple pie, though? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. This is just this a is... podcast of puns and references. It it really is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tonight it is. It's like I never left. <laughs> yep. Uh, I think this one was from Jefferson Craig. Man, I was really bad at writing things down this time. Uh, Dead Leaves, I get. Akira, I get. End of Evangelion, I get. This music video? Hell if I know. <laughs> yeah, those, uh, those music videos are weird. And the music video that they're going to play this week is um, Interspecies Relations. A lot of it. <laughs> oh my god. Doing it like mammals on the Discovery Channel? Yeah, only not the same mammals. Sounds like maybe nothing. Sounds like Jen's house with her pits, man. <laughs> yeah. If only she was here to confirm. If only. Oh no, she showed video once, man. <laughs> she has footage. Yes, it was an like interspecies porno. <laughs> Uh, all right. <laughs> well, all right. I am not touching that. <laughs> well, she couldn't touch that. You gotta have Sketch a Sketch your laughter's creep me out for a moment. <laughs> Don't worry. He has a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle gift for that. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I, I have a gift for that. <laughs> I have a gift for all of them. It's like Apple. He has a gift for that. Like, they have an app for that. One more thing. Okay, Uncle. 
I was about to say, are you doing the Jackie Chan? Yeah. I was say. going for a Steve Jobs thing, but <laughs> yes, also that. <laughs> Never mock the cookie. <laughs> hey, Jackie Chan Adventures, that aired on Toonami. Yes, it did. Oh, man, I forgot it did. Awesome. That they never played the 2003 Ninja Turtles. <laughs> that was on Maguzi. It was. But that wasn't Toonami. <laughs> Even though they started looking very similar in the show department for a while. <laughs> and then Maguzi. Did Maguzi start with Teen Titans and then that went to Toonami? Yeah. So, yeah. But, I mean, that was like a big deal premiere and all the big deal premieres were on Toonami at that point. Right, cool. Yeah. Ah, those were the days. Right. Well, I guess we'll discuss our topic, which is kind of a bummer. All things considered, but I'll, I'll go is. ahead. And, uh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll let CJ go into this. It's just something that I've been noticing a lot lately, especially with where I work and things along that line where I keep tabs on different uh, news media outlets. The Ringer, which is a new website that talks about entertainment, sports, and kind of things like that, had a very interesting article that came up. And the headline is what uh, captured me to read it, and it's not, like, it's not bad. It's not the worst thing you can... Uh, Reading the sub and the sub headline is pretty accurate of what it says. So the article on the ringer reads, Why do anonymous Twitter trolls use anime avatars? Pretty much talking about how during this election, as Hillary Clinton has dubbed the alt right uh, Republicans or just people in general kind of thing, I don't want to put any blame on another political party kind of thing. It's talking about how a very, very racist and just not nice people. Uh, form a group and are supporting a candidate in Donald Trump. At least that's what a lot of people are saying. And so the article talking about a lot of these Twitter trolls are using anime avatars and it's by uh, staff writer Justin Charity and bringing up example of different writers who would criticize Donald Trump and how a lot of people who defended him and, you know, send very mean tweets back to these people seem to have anime avatars. And it's actually a conversation that I've been noticing picking up steam a lot lately. And I kind of wanted to delve into this topic a little bit because I think it's just another thing that anime is going to get a horrible rap for. And it's been weird because anime lately has been brought up during this election, which is one of the weirdest things. Like, I can't recall any election having something like this. Back in, Janu back in January... Um, uh, GOP strategist Rick Wilson decided to mock uh, some supporters of Donald Trump using anime in there is talking about pretty much talking about how these people live at home and masturbate to anime characters and that's kind of I think what got the ball rolling you then start seeing people dress up as anime and like cosplaying at Donald Trump rallies getting kicked out people doing all kinds of memes and then you started seeing these memes about like make America great again with anime characters and all these other types of things that you're kind of just like, what's going on? And so the, the Ringer article kind of goes into what's, what they're seeing because a lot of uh, these writers are like, yeah, a lot of these trolls seem to be having anime avatars. And again, I think it's 
I think it's really unfair for anime fans because I used to write for sports and I would see just as many mean and just horrible tweets with people who are using, you know, the Pittsburgh Pirates logo or their favorite football player or favorite basketball player. I, I'm starting to get annoyed that it's like all it's almost as if they're going to be generalizing anime fans as nothing but racist and horrible people and it doesn't it, it's just ridiculous because these people who are writing about you know politics entertainment and sports yet this like if, if you're a troll using an anime avatar you're like a horrible person but no one seems to be putting any attention to that other people use other images and it's just it just really weirded out and i think these people are just they have no idea what anime really is cuz i've recently been to uh, more cons and anime fans have been nothing but wonderful people for me to meet and it's great because where i live i don't know many as many people who enjoy anime like i do and so going to these conventions meeting new people creating new friendships it's been such a pleasure and now with this new I guess you could call it a movement, a very horrible one, is uh, kind of ruining something that I really love. And, like, anime already has the stigma of, oh, it's just cartoon porn kind of thing. I still I still hear that to this day. I and had that happen me. with a fellow well, person I bowled with. It's all Pokemon or porn or... Exactly. Porn. It's like... Well, you know, and that's, those and, don't know the fine art of hentai, which they need to shut up about. And, and it's just along the lines of it's not just that there are some beautiful stories that are made whether it's a show or movie out of anime and now that the people are starting to notice that twitter avatars of trolls that are being racist and horrible it's just adding another stereotype so all of a sudden i go and meet new people oh yeah i'm into anime it's like ooh, you watch porn like cartoon porn and aren't and that must mean you're racist kind of thing like no that is a very, very, very small group is getting a lot of credit for, like, I want to say less than 1% is getting credited for, like, now 75% of the anime fandom. And it's the just vocal minority me. being treated as the majority. Right. And thankfully, with the Ringer article, they went to, like, experts, like, legit experts about this. And they're like, no, like, this is kind of stemming back from 4chan. There's a lot, and like, where it's anonymity, you know, people can say anonymous, things along those lines. And so you didn't have to worry about repercussions. And, you know, people do the same thing with fake Twitter accounts. Or, and then just, or ask FM to be anonymous and things like that. And so it's along the lines where it's like, people take on this persona where it's like, I can be, you know, whatever I want. If I want to be an asshole, I'll be an asshole. It's not like no one's going to know who I am kind of thing. So, and it just, it sucks that it's like, these people are noticing the anime avatars more than just like, oh, this person has like uh, Andrew McCutcheon. Oh, this person has Kobe Bryant who is saying just as awful things as well. But it's like, oh, you know, everyone knows sports. Everyone knows like Selena Gomez, just picking random celebrities. And there's the fact that, People even per- personify the uh, the the images that they uh, they use. Like I know that there's people on YouTube who make a YouTube account called Naruto Uzumaki, and they're just going on trolling uh, YouTube comment sections. Uh, it's just, 
and it's get it's like the it's like the thing where it's, uh, people say you know don't feed the trolls kind of thing along those lines. I get that, but like the Ringer, at least for me, that's a big website now, and they're talking about anime, and especially when it comes to trolls using anime avatars. I I've, I've been hearing stories about it, not like serious ones to put on newscasts, but just. I've been hearing about things like along those lines, uh, Rick, the Rick Wilson video, you know, it's just something that it could be detrimental in the long run. If things like this continue, it's you know, it's seemed ass backwards for anime fans to be racist. <laughs> I, you would, you would think I know, but it, it's more, I think it's more along the lines of anti-Semitism too. Like a lot of anti-Semitism. Oh, yeah coming from people using anime yeah. avatars and it's which which hurts me personally too but it's along those lines but you do see uh racism where it comes to like against uh black people where it goes against mexicans where it goes against puerto rico it just it goes on and on and on and for whatever reason the people who are just berating others it's just oh god it's just it, it doesn't make any sense to me at all because because from what I've experienced with, you know, getting more antiquated with uh, anime on Twitter, you know, with the anime community with that, a lot of people are very supportive, very, you know, friendly. We like talking. Even if you like me and Darrell don't always agree with shows, you know, that I might like a show that he doesn't like, fairy tale. I, he might like a show that I don't like. And so it, it, that doesn't mean like Darrell's all of a sudden going to go like, an anti-Semite on me and just saying like all these nasty things, nor am I going to be going off on him because of his ethnicity as well. And so it just, again, to make, to make this kind of, to, to wrap it up, it's just, I think these people who are like making a big deal about these anime, uh, avatars, it's like, you don't know a damn thing about the topic. I highly doubt that some of these writers even knew what anime was until they were like, what's this picture of? Like, this isn't, this isn't, uh, Rugrats or Doug or Superman. So it's, it's, it's like they, they then pinpoint it to that when this is like maybe two, like less than 1%, like all the way to 2%, you know what I'm saying? And again, I think that then hurts where it's like, Hey, is there a way for people to watch this on television? Oh yeah, there's Toonami. And then it's like, oh, so that must be catering to these kind of people. It's like, no, you do, do not, do not equate the tsunami community with 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 the despicable hate that is spread by some of these people. But I I feel like it's already we're already going down that hole. At least casual onlookers to this is going to fall down to that hole, and it's depressing, and it's something that needs to stop. I know it won't, but it just you you need to say it. Uh, my only advice on this subject is, you well, know, do your best to be a good fan and not an like you, asshole. You're, you're representing... Spread the proper word. Like, even though, like, we we joke about, uh, like, back in high school, it's like, you need to represent the, the uniform, like, because I went to a school that had school uniforms and had, like, a little crest on it, too. And it's like, you wear that out in public, you're going to be representing presenting that you you need to make sure that you you know present yourself in a way that people will be happy about and right now people who are using anime pictures 
at least the ones that are attacking uh, other journalists out there and other uh, writers and TV correspondents, like everything you can imagine. They're not doing a good job. And sadly, if you say you're an anime fan, I honestly think that this is going to, that this is going to make others kind of look down on you. And I don't like that because I've seen lately a resurgence with with anime, honestly. You know, I, I, I've fallen in and out of it back when I was in high school and college. And now that I'm fully engrossed and back in with this, it's been it's so much bigger than I thought it was. And I don't want to see that get ruined because it's something that I enjoy. It's something that the listeners enjoy. It's stuff that we all hear, Toonami Faithful. I don't think people are going to give it a chance now. Cause like, it's one thing I got to give credit to Toonami for is that it reopened myself up to be able to, to express myself. That I like animation, I like anime, and I and I and I really just want to talk about it with some people. When Tanami came back, that's why I started doing. Right, and so I just hope that others realize that like we're all in this together. You know, we we try to be a family with this kind of stuff. Not not to like the extreme kind of thing, but it's like we're all fans of this, and we want to continue to have this product be pushed, not in an aggressive way either, but just you know out there continuing to come in and stuff like that and i really hope that this doesn't hurt anything like that it's it's troublesome and again if for those who want to read the article it's on the ringer uh again by uh justin charity and it's called why do anonymous twitter trolls use anime avatars it came out on august 9th and like it just recently got retweet or not retweet but recently reposted by the site because i know uh, I noticed it today. Hmm. So, and I mean, this isn't even, like, there's even other articles about anime on The Ringer, which is really weird. Uh, if you're a Green Bay Packers fan, you might you might like a lot of the players on the team, just saying. But and it, it felt weird just, for me to see IGN talking about anime. But it's, it's weird about anything, you know, like, the Pokemon, how Pokemon Go, like, how that blew up, like, eh. Everyone, I was hearing that on Sports Talk Radio. Really, you know? Clinton mentioned Pokemon Go. Right. It's just yep. it's one of those things where it's it's going to get noticed whether it's good or bad. And right now, a lot of bad things. And I guarantee you, these journalists that are getting destroyed, that are, are that are getting destroyed by these people using Twitter avatars, they're going to watch a show and all of a sudden they're going to see, oh, that's the same person who attacked me on Twitter who said awful things. It's like no, no. That's Maka from Soul Eater. Maka! She's awesome. She's awesome. No! She's well-mannered, except towards her father. Mm. Her father <laughs> deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was an interesting observation that they made in that article, which I, I briefly looked over. And there's uh, uh, good stuff in there from uh, Daryl Surratt. Uh, and they talked about how they personify this cute... Moe characters, by the way, I disagree with that article that they consider uh, <laughs> that they know, consider Ray Ai exactly. and Inami Moe. I know, I saw that too. I, I didn't like, want to what? The, Ray? The, over, the overall message was good, but Seems like a that stretch. part you just kind of like, <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'll try not to they, nitpick further, but... They uh, did bring up good example. Yeah, of, like, the pictures of the it is an interesting... Uh, I think it's just people kind of just get off on the having an avatar of like a shy, diminutive girl 
and being an asshole because they think it's funny. And I, I wouldn't say that necessarily even most of these people might even be anime fans. They just, you know, kind of grabbed an image and thought it that would, looked cool to them, you know? You know, they're, they're all coming from image boards and then there's where the people just anime like stuff personify. is posted all over. Yeah. Unfortunately, some of them are anime fans, but I feel like a lot of them again, are just the kind thing. of doing it to, I, I don't know, as a form of unity, which is disturbing. It is. But that's the same thing. There's like, there's racist sports fans. There are awful people who are fans of like Selena Gomez. Yeah. It, it's, it, you're going to find them everywhere. But I, I think like with Twitter, especially it's anime fans are now being harped on for whatever reason. I don't know, maybe because of the 2020 Olympics. I, for whatever reason, they're getting more uh, anime fans are getting more exposure than I've seen in a while. Like it's being talked about in the election. Like, what? Utterly bizarre. Next thing you know, we're going to have Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton debate who's best girl of a Kami got kill. Is <laughs> 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 Dale? Oh boy, that would be something. I still just go back to when Obama's like, thank Japan for anime. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, seriously though, what I've seen with this stuff, you know, it's just a bunch of closet racists that, you know, have these avatars for the most part. And it gives them an outlet to just show who they really are. And that's the thing that Twitter's shown me. You know, with the things that have happened, like, over the past couple of months in this country, I have seen, like, people who really don't understand what it's like to be a minority and what it's like to deal with racism. And then, on top of it, they're using something that actually brings people together, because anime really does bring certain people together, because we're nerds, no matter what. And they're using this outlet that actually unifies people to actually tear our community apart. And the thing is... Twitter showed me, like, you know, some people really didn't respect me as a black man and understand what I was going through with this stuff. Because I'm, I'm like, you say you're a fan of anime, but then when I started speaking about social injustice and things that are just wrong, all of a sudden now, I'm such a bad guy because I'm speaking my mind. It would be wrong to me, you know, as who I am. I have a moral responsibility, and as a black man, as an African-American man, as a man in general, a decent human being, to speak out against racism and social injustice of it, or injustice of any kind. But the fact that these people are doing this through anonymous means to kind of, you know, make their point clear, but it's not a point. I'm like, you're using something that actually does bring bring people together has it gives people a common it gives us a common base to talk about things we may not enjoy the same thing like me and cj said you know there's things cj like that i don't there's things i like that cj doesn't but at the end of the day we can come together and say hey we're still fans we're bros because we can relate to certain things together but this right here serves as a purpose to show you that everybody doesn't have that same mindset as we do so you have to be use a little bit of discretion and like, hey, not every anime fan is like this. This is a whole, whole bunch of idiots who are ill-educated using this as an outlet to destroy another community. And that's just how I see it. I mean, 
one of my biggest things is I said that if you hang around somebody long enough, eventually they'll show you who they truly are. And mm. basically, the fact that they're being cowards, they're really showing who they are, but they're not going to openly say it. Y'all know me. You know if I have a gripe with something, I'm going to say it openly and not hide it or sugarcoat it. Yep. And, you know, it's a double-edged sword for me when I speak honestly, though. And But the thing is, I don't care. Because if I don't speak out against it, then I'm just as guilty as the person who committed it. I just, Part of I'm me just, oh, goes yep. to the excuse that this is the, the way the internet is. It's the internet. But me, I'm like, that's not the way to go about it. These are people. This is society. This is something that we have to deal with. But we have to come up with some better way so that this kind of negativity doesn't keep flourishing. Mm-hmm. Just and it bothers me that right now anime is going to get the worst, the worst blowback from this. Honestly, more than the actual people doing the atrocities. That's that's just it's just how it works. Sadly, it's not from America, you know. Like what what's so wrong about it? Like would it be better if these people were using Captain America to say <laughs> Nazi things? I mean, I know they're they're redoing things on that, but I mean, <laughs> like. I, I don't get it. And so anime sadly gets a bad rap and it makes me sad because it's something that I love. It, it, it really is. I enjoy it a lot. It brings me joy to watch uh, anime shows. So it's just along the lines where it's like, this really does need to stop. And it isn't like, oh, we need to feed things, uh, feed the trolls, stop, or don't tell them to stop, things like that. It's just like, it's going to be talked about. I, I guarantee there's going to be some question that someone asks, and it's going to be about anime. I mean, I've already seen Donald Trump photoshopped with uh, Asana uh, and uh, as a, like an Asana like hug pillow, or just her in general. And it's just like, oh god, this it, we need to stop. We there was stop. a reference to a body pillow for for a laptop commercial, and he said it in your creepy body pillow, and it was just off to the side, and it looked at it for like a moment. And it was, and it had that guy from Workaholics as the uh, the main guy showing off the laptop. Uh, I'm just, yeah, I'm just of thinking of SpongeBob where they're at Makeout Point or Makeout Reef, and they flash the flashlight. It's like, hey, hey man, that's not cool. Oh yeah, it was just him in a pillow. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, <Well, you> know, <laughs> they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna stay grizzly. <laughs> is one of them. Yeah, Grizzly has a freaking body pillow. All right. Yeah. Bear, bear. I laughed so hard this, when I saw that. This, this podcast can uh, make people a little more aware of what's going on because mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll be so, like w- just wait when like ESPN picks up a story with someone who's like has a Make America Great Again hat and running around with a body pillow to interrupt a baseball game. You know, it's it's, it's just a matter of time. The storm is coming. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm praying I'm that it doesn't happen. But, you know, God have mercy on our anime souls. It's just unfair. And and let's be clear. This is like the the large anime, or pretty much the majority of the anime community, couldn't be nicer. Could not be nicer. Absolutely. It's awesome. Of course, we do have our douchebags. We know that. But not douchery in that sense. But these um, some douchebags are necessary. Yeah, that's true. 
They remind us of things. They remind us of that we aspire not to be like that. <laughs> so true. I will say I'm I'm sorry. I'm okay to, with dubs. I'm sorry to be the Debbie Downer on on the podcast. I apologize. It's just it was something that I thought I was neat. Down. Yeah. Gotta, gotta have no, a no, moment no, no. of social awareness every now and then. No, 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 dude. As a freaking podcast that has like a lot of listeners, we have to do this because look here, we do have a moral and social obligation to our fans to actually speak up on stuff like this at times. We have to be serious sometimes. You know, like I said, I do speak out on a lot of stuff at times. And, you know, it's not just the black-white thing. It's I speak out on a lot of stuff, you know, domestic violence, rape, you know, the mistreatment of women, you know, people attacking others' religions, you know, people attacking atheists because they don't believe, you know, Everybody's People different. sexual orientation, too. Orientation, exactly. My thing is I speak out against everything because my whole thing is I, I treat people say, the way they treat me. And the thing is, just because somebody doesn't view or is the same as you, that gives you no right to discriminate against them. No. I will say if Justin Charity ever uh, somehow listens to this, I'd love to hear what he was able to uh, kind of do research and what he learned when he was doing the story because I think that'd be a very interesting conversation for a later date. Exactly, hmm. it really would. It'd be interesting because, like, it really does seem like I'm noticing more uh, people who use anime uh, uh, avatars in the world of sports, kind of thing, like vehemently talking. Like, uh, there's there's a guy who works for the Undefeated who's a huge Naruto fan, you know, and it's like I never really heard of journalists really sports journalists really going like hey anime this stuff is actually really cool you know so uh, it would be nice to see a little more of that so again if if, if if he ever listens i would love to get uh to like listen to what he was able to come up in like his rationale for stuff yeah all right well that's it for that moment of social awareness what you say is you know Fight against the stereotype. Be a good person. <laughs> Be a good representative to anime. Exactly. You know, don't be part of the problem. Be part of the solution. Exactly, because if you're not also part the of the people solution, people just put that as their the image because they think it's cool. And and make and make sure to watch more JoJo because that's always fun. That's All right. That's coming to Tsunami later this. Gear. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah, it it sure is. That announcement got everyone crazy. <laughs> it did. I must uh, apologize to Sakio Kuriyami. I I thought that I read his email because it was in one of the agendas, but I don't know, in the moment we must have just skipped over it. So I I do apologize for that and I will uh, rectify it. Momentarily, let me see if I can find it. <laughs> Quick, Darrell, do something witty. We need to give catch some bumper time. Bumper time. I could just say that the people in chat right now are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, sketch my line.
found it. Hey, it worked. Seamless transition. <laughs> yeah. I turned out of the topic image. So this from Sakio Kuriyami regarding JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. OMG, I never thought we'd be getting this show so soon. It feels like a dream, but now it's a reality. I can't wait to see how Phantom Blood boosts the ratings in October. I first saw the DVD of JoJo on sale at Walmart when it was distributed by Warner Brothers America. I'm so excited. Haman Overdrive! <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad that uh, a fan's feeling optimistic about JoJo. It's really fun. I'm glad. I love JoJo. I'm here. I mean, watching I will JoJo just love it. It makes you feel manly after you watch it, man. Man, I'm torn. It's like, I want JoJo to come, but at the same time, I don't want One Punch Man to end. <laughs> I know, and, the, and with the manga, it's going to be a while before season two is is <sighs> made. What a wait! <laughs> but sometimes it's worth the wait. Indeed. Yes, it is. I certainly hope that uh, whenever they do, I gotta believe that there's gonna be more. But whenever they do, hopefully they have enough material to go a while, or at least another twelve what? episodes. For one punch? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm hoping for at least another twelve. Yeah. I want more than twelve. All right. We can uh, go ahead and get out of here. Nice, I'll house see you guys cleaning. in another two months. <laughs> hey, we got house cleaning first. That's right. Get back over here. <laughs> you can email us at podcast at tunamifaithful.com. I promise to be more diligent in reading the emails. <laughs> <laughs> There's just so much spam. But we won't get Darrell with the harmonica again. Uh, <laughs> that was a little treat, I guess, people. Indeed. I clapped along with it. He was very excited. You can rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, and SoundCloud. Our Facebook is facebook.com backslash Toonami Faithful Podcast. Our Twitter is at Toonami Podcast. Our Tumblr is Toonami Faithful Official.tumblr.com. And our SoundCloud is soundcloud.com backslash Toonami Faithful Podcast. You can also visit podcast.tunamifaithful.com for all of the episodes of the podcast. And if you like what we do and want to help us out, you can be one of our Patreons by going to patreon.com backslash podcast. If you can even give a dollar a month, that goes a long way if a lot of people do it. So we appreciate all of our Patreons. And uh, be sure to let us know if we're not... Uh, uh, giving you your rewards because sometimes that stuff falls through the cracks. I'm not going to blame Paul, but okay, I guess I'm going to blame Paul. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't see any of that stuff. <laughs> so <laughs> it would be uh, it would be who of you if you're if you're not getting rewarded in a timely manner to notify us in some way. Like the podcast at TunamiFaithful.com. <laughs> Shameless plug. Shameless plug of an email, I, I guess. And now everybody gets to do their shameless plugs of their emails, starting with Fabian. Hi, you can follow me on Twitter at Faboover. 
Uh, I also do my stuff on YouTube, username Faboover. I also started a Toonami Faithful game night here on the very channel you're watching if you're watching us live. Uh, I, I had a, I do it every other week. Last week I played Halo 4 and I got a viewer to play with me. That was fun. We wrecked every match we played. It was awesome. Nice. Way to reach. Way to reach, Minion. I am so proud of you, man. Now he yeah. killed the reach. That's the reason why you got that promotion, man. I thought the reason was because like, I tore uh, Arthur a new one. That too. But, you know, that's <laughs> the, the things that you do are the reason why you get promoted. All right. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm starting to use Tumblr again, uh, faboover.tumblr.com. Okay. CJ. You can find me on Twitter at CJ Maffris. Uh, I also have an email that I always forget to plug from Toonami Faithful because <laughs> I only use it for when I need to get confirmation from cons. Speaking of cons, uh, I might be going to one other one with Jim Nelson, which should be a lot of fun. Still waiting on the official word if, uh, if we are accredited or you know given press passes. I think we will. Jim's given me, you know, a lot of signs. It sounds like he has an inside source saying it's going to look good. So be uh, on the lookout for that announcement later on. But you could also email me uh, at cjmaphris at tunamifaithful.com where, I don't know, you can just give me suggestions for articles or, I don't know, you're po you want to give me a prompt for something, you know, just hey, anything. You want to go? Kind of you want to go? <laughs> or as I as I hear so often, square up. <laughs> no, so, son, you ain't ready to square up with me, yo. No, 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 never in a million years, Darrell. Hey, Mister Darrell. Well, people, you know you can always find me at ukami underscore samurai seven at twitter dot com. You can also follow me at nasia rojo adanasi at twitter dot com. And if you want to ask me questions, you can do that at ukami backslash ask.fm. And also, if you need to send me any evil emails, you can do that at derailmaddox at tsunamifaithful.com. And you can find me on Twitter at sketch1984, on Tumblr, sketch1984.tumblr.com. You can ask me questions on ask.fm backslash sketch1984. And if you have any comments or suggestions for the podcast, you can direct those to either of the emails, sketch at tunamifaithful.com or podcast at tunamifaithful.com. Sketch, are you really popular on Twitter? Uh, yes, he is. I, it, I it seems so. like I see, I see a ton of people mention you a lot, so it seems like a lot of people like to talk to you, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> Derek's a oh, fan. I don't know. A, a lot of the times my mentions are just people responding to somebody else talking to somebody else, and I'm somehow tagged in the thread. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, this is a conversation. Oh, he's so <laughs> modest. Untag me, please. Darrell, should we start please doing untag that? untag me. Oh, man, Yo, people like me, stuff. Bro. <laughs> Like people, <laughs> look here, dude. People have they just like like my stuff, retweet my stuff like two and three years ago. Like what the fuck? That is, I still, strange. I still get one of my friends from uh, from a while back when he did a joke saying, "Say happy birthday to Brian, everyone," to all of his followers, and then they all just retweeted, liked it, and now, uh, and that was like two and a half years ago, and and then then someone just liked it again. 
I'm like, what the fuck? Where are you people Woo! getting this shit? Twitter is a <laughs> curious, curious. I want Sketch for an entire week to just tweet gifts of Teenage Mutant Ninja. Turtles. No words. <laughs> just, just and his reaction. Ninja All Turtles. responses will be Ninja Turtles gifts. Language. We'll call it Turtleese. Who will be your translator? Don East. Don East. <laughs> Either Don East or Duelist. They know exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> Well, it was great talking with you guys again. It really was. It's been too long. It has indeed. The internet didn't go down. Yes! Victory! Victory is ours! Well, thanks for sticking around for the whole podcast, everybody. I'm glad you uh, could tune in or you're listening after the fact. As always, please continue listening to the podcast because what would we even be doing here if you weren't listening? Drinking. Drinking. <laughs> that's a fair point. You beat Darrell to the drinking joke. That's that's impressive. But until next time, thank you again for listening, and we're out of here. Deuces!